finally hear your local business enthusiast, local legend host, and I'm so excited to bring you another guest who is just a remarkable human. Lisa Even is the founder of Even Connection, and she's a corporate junkie turned entrepreneur. Her goal is to help people have a good ripple effect at work and beyond. She wants people to have deep connections, to get things done, to enjoy work and play, and leave the world better than we found it. I mean, how cool is that, right? So what does Lisa do in the world? She works with people one-on-one as a wave maker. She helps entrepreneurs and leaders get clarity on what they want, build a plan, and achieve more than they thought possible. She is a keynote speaker. And what I love that Lisa has created that I get to benefit personally from, and hopefully you do too, is her workshops and her conferences. So her upcoming event is called Rising Tides, and it's a one-day in-person connection conference. Have you ever heard of a connection conference? That just brings me so much joy because I have been to workshops and I've been to conferences where you know you absorb information, you just kind of shuffle yourself around and you absorb this content, right? But are you connecting with people? Are you actually meeting people who can make an impact in your life and vice versa. And this is really the intention of this. It's a day of connection and activation for entrepreneurs and business owners with a coffee house and TED Talk feel. So the intention of the event is to meet new people, build your business, find connections, feel energized and inspired. And I don't know about you, but every once in a while, it just feels good to step out of the day-to-day and into a day of inspiration and just meeting people and collaborating and connecting in meaningful ways. And I trust Lisa to bring some of the coolest people together. And so we get to do that on Thursday, April 28th. So if you're listening to this and you're craving some of that connection, collaboration and energy and inspiration in your life, be sure to check it out. Um, her event is over at on Eventbrite, but I will link it in the podcast because duh, that's just what we do in podcasts. Like you're listening to this, probably driving or doing something, maybe multitasking, making breakfast. So I will link that. Please check it out. Um, I have an opportunity to speak there, so you'll hear a little bit about more about my story and journey uh, and what I have done personally to create ripple effect in my life. And so in your life too, I hope, right? Because you're listening to this. So hopefully this is part of the ripple effect, but Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. We've got a handful more episodes before we take a little summer break. You know me. I love my summers. I love my time with my family. We're taking a long bike ride journey from the east side of Wyoming all the way to Yellowstone and camping with a two-year-old. So like, if you're listening to this and your eyes just like your eyebrows lifted and your jaw dropped a little bit, I'm right there with you. So if you have any tips or advice, I'm all ears for that. But we've got a handful more episodes that I think you'll absolutely love. And then a little pause for the summer and then back to it this fall. So let's dive into the episode. I hope you love this conversation as much as I did with Lisa. Well, hello, Lisa. Welcome to Local to Legend. I'm so excited you're here with me today. Thank you. I'm too. This is great. I know we were just chatting. I feel like we almost like didn't need to hit record on the podcast and then we would have turned into like a four hour just hangout session. (laughs) But here we are. Yes. Okay. So give us a little bit of your background. Like where were you at? Where are you at today? Tell us a little snapshot of who you are. Yeah. I always laugh. I'm a small town girl at heart because that's where everything started. I would say my first job was in a cafe and it was teeny tiny, like seven bar stools and like five or six tables. So imagine me with like two big coffee pots in my hand, like shimmying down like a little aisle. Uh, that's where it all started. That's, I always jokingly say that was my career is really waitressing tables and learning how to be with people. And 
in the real world, I now own a business called Even Connection, which is all about just elevating others. My tagline is have good ripple effect. And then I always usually say, I got here because I was a corporate junkie turned entrepreneur. So I spent most of my career in corporate America in the healthcare space. And yeah, now I get to be out and about being creative, which is great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, I love like have good ripple effect. Like I think everyone can understand what that means. Um, like uh, just on the surface. So what does it mean to you and like what you're building? Yeah. Well, I'll back up just a little bit. It kind of started where when I was leading teams, I had a team of about 65 in a couple of different locations. And it was really interesting because if you could see me, I'm cupping my hands together, like a, like Mm -hmm. almost as if you put water in them. And I would say to my team, guys, we're in here. Do you see us? Like, this is our ecosystem. It's our job to build it, to maintain it and protect it and to have good ripple effect. Like we want people to be able to see it, feel it, like just know that they're in a really clean environment that is all about supporting people. So that's what I would say to my teams when I led them. And then when I started my business and my husband and I were sitting there, it was like, I think that's my tagline. Like that's all I want to do in the world is help people just be the best that they can and leave something behind that people can feel that ripple where you can kind of track it and be like, wow, look how far it went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, that can happen in business and life and corporate America mm-hmm. and small business. So how do you <laughs> found like an area where you really focus? Is it like one-on-one? Is it groups that you help with the, the ripple effect? Yeah, I do three things. I do public speaking. So I love to do workshops, retreats. A lot of local businesses will bring me in for like an hour long lunch and learn, or maybe it's their annual retreat. The second thing I do are what I call wave workshops. Those are more like two to four hour uh, workshops where we do a lot more facilitation on like communication, process, feedback, and my favorite, which is culture. So that really building that out. And then the third space is coaching. So I do have one-on-one clients that also we talk about their ripple effect. Sometimes it's business, professional. Sometimes it's more personal because maybe they just are doing a, you know, they're not getting what they want out of life. And they're like, man, Mm -hmm. if I could have better ripple effect in these spaces, I would be a happier person. So Mm -hmm. yeah, those are the three things. And then on the side, I do some events and yeah, fun projects. Hmm. Yeah. And your events would kind of like reconnect us again. Cause we had met a few, a couple of years ago, we had like your goal and, and talking to a million people, right? Like we got to get to that. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, okay. So this event series you put on your, on your third one, tell us a little bit about the rising tides. Is that my saying it right? Yeah. <laughs> you said it right. Yeah. So I, it kind of started by, you know, I started my business right before COVID COVID hit. And I'm thinking, oh, no, I just moved back to the Moines area and I don't know people. So I decided to create a mission to do that. I need to get out and meet people. And what if I could do a really huge number? So I chose one million and I would start saying to people, I'm on a mission to a million. And people are amazing. Like they would show up and tell me these stories. And just the other day, I had a woman tell me, um, her doorbell rang on one of my 1 million conversations. And it was actually, she's like, I am so sorry. Can I get this? And it was actually a medication for her husband who is going to be receiving a kidney soon. And she's the match. My gosh. So she was like carrying her computer all over the apartment. And she's like, you're in my whole world now. And I'm like, 
I'm, I'm here. Like I am with you. And so I think about, you know, the, the spaces and the places that I've gotten to go on that journey. I would, I would say to people, I want to create an event where for the local crew, right. The people here mm-hmm. that I can just bring these amazing souls together, my 1 million and have a day of celebration, inspiration, activation. So yeah, this is the third one. It's on April 28th. It's called Rising Tides. I describe it by saying it's a connection conference. So think of it like it's connection first and then it's conference. Mm-hmm. So I've got a couple of speakers. Yeah, we're, we just kind of turn it on its head. Last time we had a wine tasting. Mm. Next time we might do um, some things with, yeah, speakeasy, hot cocoa, just yeah, just wait. It's getting better and better each time. Just you wait. I know that's, that's always the part too, is like every time you do an event, you're like, okay, here's how can we, we can level up or here's what we can cut out. And like that clarity is so, so helpful, especially being your third one, which I'm sure you've already gotten so much clarity around like who who (laughs) likes to attend and what can you do and what can you create? So I love that. And I think that's such a, like a missing piece in the conference culture is like really opportunities to connect. Cause like it doesn't always feel organic or easy to do it if you're bouncing around from like session to session or like just really not given that space. And I think that to me is like one of the reasons I love attending conferences and it depends on the topic or like industry or whatever, but it's like, you want to go there to network just to like meet people in your industry, not feel so alone or like try to find new brand partnerships or whatever, like your goal is. But I love that the priority is the connection because I think we all crave it too. Like there's a reason people sign up for these things. Like we want to, yeah, we want to connect with humans. You got it. That's exactly right. And I think my, you know, favorite thing was that even this last conference, we're in the lunch line. I give folks like 45 minutes for lunch. And then usually there's some sort of activity that they can do while they're eating. So this time I've got a really amazing um, guest that's going to show up at lunch and she's bringing her bus. So folks will get to go out to the parking lot and uh, do some really amazing things there. So you'll see that on social media soon. But in the lunch line, I was hearing people talk about, like, I have a podcast. I wanted to learn how to do a podcast. You know, you're starting to see these, these things that people are like, well, I can help you with that. Or absolutely, I know someone in that space. Mm-hmm. But to your point, having the space to do it mm-hmm. is really, it's almost a space and an, an exercise that you're put through to be able to have a really I don't know, fruitful conversation. So that's what we do all day is they're moving and they're meeting and they've got challenges and things that they get to be a part of. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so usually people leave and say, whoa, I've never been anything like that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. good. That's mm-hmm. what I hope. Yeah. Yeah. So you're like the queen of connections, which I think is so cool. And I have loved the people I meet in this community and beyond what I've, what I've been so impressed with some, some folks is like their ability to just connect people to ideas, resources, people, companies, and they just always prioritize serving. And like, yeah, that is, I just like, there's a book called the go-giver, which I'm sure you've read. Have you read? Yes. That? I've I read like, it. Yes. <laughs> just this attitude of like showing up and saying like, I'm going to give, I'm going to give a little bit of my time. I'm going to make a few introductions to people who maybe could benefit from a few connections I have. And like, doing that is like, to me, one of my favorite ways to build business and build a life because you get to show up in like the simplest ways and add value to people. And I don't think people always understand like that's like the reciprocity that comes with that is so tremendous that you will feel not only instantly, but also years and years down the road. Like 
I just, it's so cool. I'm sure you've seen that too. And like your, your mission for a million and like the cool ways, maybe you connected with someone immediately, but maybe also like a year or so down the road, like your paths cross or you're like, Oh yeah, this is, you know, so-and-so. And I'm glad I can connect you with her, but the time didn't make sense until now because you know, yeah. Is that true? Absolutely. And it is. And it's really fun. I always ask in my 1 million interviews, I have kind of a process that I, I always ask the same things. So we spend some time getting to know each other. And then I always ask what they do for joy. My husband and I have a joy calendar, which is a whole nother um, thing, but we started tracking our joy back probably seven or eight years ago. So I always want to know what people are doing for joy. And then the three questions that I ask are heartburn, horizon, and how can I be helpful? Mm. And it's really fun because when they mention a heartburn, which is like that pressure, something that's just stressing them out or like a hurdle that they're trying to overcome. And then they get into their horizon and I'm like, okay, what if we dream just a little bit, mm-hmm. we look ahead, what will we see? And then it's really fun for me when I see either they've like, even on social media, if they're far away, where all of a sudden I'm like, oh, they're past their heartburn. <laughs> or, you yeah. know, look at this horizon, like goal that they had. I get to celebrate with them. Mm-hmm. And I often say, I can't wait for you to hit that mile marker because I'm going to be there celebrating with you. And that's been the most fun for me is to be able to be alongside and almost like linking arms with them mm-hmm. of like, yeah, like I want to see this mm-hmm. be, you know, amazing. And I'll, I'll help you get there. Yeah. That's so cool. And these are just like strangers you meet basically, right? Like yeah. you're like, Hey, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's funny because I started with a group of 10 and I just said, Hey, who do you know? And mm-hmm. then they gave me a few more. And now at the end, I just, they always ask me what I want. And I say a connection to a good soul. Mm-hmm. All I want. Yeah. And is it mostly zoom or do you sometimes meet people in real life? Yeah. I meet people in real life and zoom. I think with COVID folks are now a lot more used to it. So that's really great when I can do like two or three of them. But yeah. you know, you never really can replace in person. I like, I think you can to a point like 85%, yeah. but yeah, that in person is just so exciting when you get to be like high five, like, I know. Oh. <laughs> like a real high five, a real hug, yes. a real like shared meal together. I totally agree. That's like, it energizes me so much to get that in my life. Even if it's yeah. just a couple times a week, I'm like, Oh, my people, I just need to see humans. <laughs> need to get out of this house. I was just at yoga today and like got to see people I haven't seen in like two years. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, Oh, I could have stayed there all afternoon. I was like, I gotta go see Lee. I gotta go see Lisa. <laughs> like yeah. gotta connect now, but it's just so such a beautiful, beautiful way to yeah. Keep things alive and connect with people. So. Hey everyone, quick break in the pod to talk about today's sponsor. When I first started my very first business, a pop-up yoga brand in Des Moines, the first thing I did after I filed my paperwork was open an account with a local credit union. I ended up loving the credit union structure so much, I moved all of my personal accounts there as well. If you're trying to understand why you should use a credit union, here's just a few reasons. Credit unions return excess earnings to members in the form of better rates and fewer fees. What I also love about credit unions is their contribution to overall financial well-being for their members. This can look like low interest loans for medical emergencies, more options to families to pay for college or buy a home, and financial literacy programs. Unlike other financial institutions, the cooperative structure of a credit union allows them to put people before profits. If you want to learn more about credit unions and specifically the work Iowa Credit Union Foundation does to impact 1.4 million of their members in Iowa, 
go visit www.iowacreditunionfoundation.org. All right, let's get back to the show. Okay. Tell us too, a little bit about some of the things you do with business owners. So if someone's listening as a business owner, whether like in the local community, small business, whatever they do, like what are some of the ways that you can show up for them and support them like ripple effect, but I know you also kind of focus on some other business areas too. Yeah. The two things come to mind. I lead a program called go women business and it's a six week program. We space it out. So it's a little bit longer, but six sessions. And we do a lot around, uh, I always say like the engine of your business. So process, we do a little bit of marketing, but more just from a standpoint of teaching you some of the basics, mm-hmm. making sure your mind's in the right place for it. Yeah. And then today we're actually, we've got a session. We're talking a lot about um, refining goals. <laughs> we also hit on sales, right? Like how do you overcome objections? Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, that's a lot of money. Yes, it is a lot of money. And really, how do you help them have a really productive sales call? And then, so that's one way is that program will have another group going through in June. So you'll see if you follow my social media, you'll see that. Yeah. And then I do uh, some business consulting where I work with small business owners. Maybe they want to map out a process or they're looking to, they're like, I know that I need this type of person and this type of person. And I think I know what they want them to do. Mm-hmm. I love the roles and responsibilities of what would this person do? Would they do a lot of it or a little bit? Mm-hmm. Just so when you go to find that human that's going to work alongside you, again, mm-hmm. this comes from my corporate experience, that they have a pretty good idea of what type of candidate they're looking for. And then when the candidate arrives, what the heck are they going to have them do? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I've got three interns and a project manager who's part-time and I've got pretty detailed, like, this is what they're here for. This mm-hmm. is what they're measured on. And this is like the contribution to the business. I have a pretty big, like, mm-hmm. you are so important to this business. Mm-hmm. Like you make the world go round. Your ripple effect is right here. And mm-hmm. it's, it's great. I love to get into small businesses and help them just refine culture, roles, process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's so huge. Cause it's like, I have found a lot of small business owners I've worked with have like been so drowning in like work and they're like, I need help, but I don't even know who is going to help me. Is it like, do I just need someone to do all my marketing? Do I need someone to actually like help with operations? Do I need, what side do I need support with? And like, Maybe I'm talking about myself. Who knows? Um, with <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's me. Um, but there are these like elements of like, I know I need help. And like, where? What's the first hire? Yeah. So I feel like having someone come in with kind of an expertise and that knowledge can be so instrumental. So you're not just like guessing or making really, really strategic decisions. And like you said, like telling that person, like, this is how you get to make a ripple effect in this company and like beyond. And I think that's so empowering, especially I have just really felt this shift too and how people choose where they work. Like they want to feel like Mm -hmm. what they're contributing really matters. And I think that especially applies to younger generations as well. Like they want to feel like they're part of something really meaningful. And so when you're really articulating, here's the ripple effect you get inside this company, inside this position, like how cool. Like this is the thing that will make a difference when it's executed. Yeah. It's so true. It's almost like you want the janitor of NASA to know like you help put men on the moon. Right. That's what I say. It's truly like 
you keep everything clean so that everything can run. Yeah. And sometimes in, even in like small business, you think about your interns or your part-time employee and it's like, holy smokes, if you don't know your contribution here, mm-hmm. like we have to sit down and do it again because yeah, yeah that's, that's where my heart lies. It's just truly making people feel special and being like, here's the evidence. Like here's the, the metrics that show how you helped put a man on the moon. Yes. Oh, that's so cool. And that's something for me. I read a book called traction once and it's very much about like mm. scorecard and KPIs. Like that stuff does not like come super naturally to me, but when I do yeah. focus on it, I definitely can see how empowering that is to the team. And like, everyone feels like they're kind of bought into the vision and what supports the vision from like a numbers metric standpoint. And I haven't naturally gravitated towards that, like kind of concrete data type of thing, yeah. but I always <laughs> like whenever I touch it and like play in it, I'm like, Oh, this, like, it makes so many, so much sense and how you can make decisions this way. I just typically, I dabble a little bit more. Than right. I <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I laugh. I'm like a dreamer. I'm a dreamer, but I'm also a, like a metrics girl. Mm-hmm. And so I, or like process. And so when I get in the dreamer world with like folks who are really big visionaries, I kind of freak them out because I'm like, okay, well, here's how we could do it. And like, what do you think the process should be? And they're like, oh, you know, I'm still a little bit more over here. Mm-hmm. And then I get in the room with like the process people and I'm a, I'm a dreamer, right? So then I'm like, oh my gosh, we could do this and this. And, and my sister, I laugh, she's more in the that space and I'll, I'll be like, but not today, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. not today, we're not going to freak you out. But I love to kind of live in both spaces. So I can resonate on the one hand with like yeah. more of the global thinker versus someone who's like, I just love the fine details. Like, <sighs> yeah. And measurements and metrics. I yeah. kind of resonate with both sides. This is odd. I think Gosh, it's really incredible. Yeah. I just <laughs> loved. And I finally like <laughs> came to a place of acceptance where I'm like, I don't love the details. I like understanding how the details play into the big picture, but I like things start breaking if I'm in charge of details. And I finally, like (laughs) finally accepted that. And like, it was really hard for me because I feel like culturally you're just expected to just kind of be good at, I I don't know, maybe it's an American thing, but like scheduling and like, yes. And like, I just, mm -mm. like you don't (laughs) like, if you, sometimes if people text me, I forget like for days I'm like, oh yeah. Like, but it's not, you know, like, I don't feel like I'm a bad person for it. I just like kind of no, like, this is just who I, am. I probably just won't get back to you for a few days. And like, this is just yeah. <laughs> how I roll. And I'm not like on top of it. Like I'm not going to respond to everything all the time. And I've just come to be like, I can either get support here and someone can help me. Or I just acknowledge that mm-hmm. this is just my communication style. It's a little slow. <laughs> um, Absolutely. And I think the, yeah. that knowing that where your strengths lie is so key. Sometimes, yeah. you know, leaders, I'm like, that's where you should be spending your time right? Like spend your time in that space because we'll figure out and find you someone that can do those other things. Mm -hmm. We'll create a process so that they know, like I do this and then I do that. But yes, you not feel bad because that's where you shine. That's what I would say. Like shine in that spot. It's all you and that's your gift. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, just like leaning into that zone of genius where you're like, this is like truly my gift to the world. And like, I get to own this and then I get to ask for support or not do those pieces that don't light me up. Like my pipe dream is to have like, to never open my inbox again, like ever. Oh, I never, I yeah. That. I ne- if That's I never cool. had to touch email ever again, I would truly be like, 
<laughs> the world's happiest person because I already yeah. managed like Instagram DMs and Facebook messages. And like, yeah. that is, it's like when I have a, whether it's like an assistant or something, someone who I trust enough to be in there, I'm like, that's my first like big, big hires, yeah. like just outsourcing, you know? Oh, someone would, I would really appreciate that. So if you ever find anyone or know of anyone, I love it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, what else can listeners hear about your story, your journey, how you might be able to support them, how they can get engaged with the ripple effect and, and you. Yeah. I first off, follow me on social. I put a lot of my 1 million interviews out there. Like I put mm. pictures of the people I'm meeting with and a little bit about them. I also put things about events and programs. I also have a website, so evenconnection.com mm-hmm. is where you can find me there. But yeah, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, those are my three. And I would love to do a 1 million. I always say that. And people are amazing. Sometimes I'm like, okay, you know, in two mm-hmm. weeks, can we do it? People have been so gracious with this matters and I want to make time for it. So yeah. reach out if you'd love to be part of my 1 million. And I'd love, of course, to see you at Rising Tides if you're an entrepreneur and just looking for a little spark. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be on this journey. It's great. Yes, yes. Come to the event on, I have it, my calendar right here. I just have to see it on the 28th of April. I will be speaking. I'm super excited. Thanks Woo-hoo. for inviting me. So <laughs> yeah, have you been craving connection and just wanting to be around fellow entrepreneurs and people who are positive connectors, like this is the place to do it. So, so excited we could record this before the event happens. So hopefully people listen, they can, they can pop over and spend the day with us. I would love that. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me. This has been great. Yes. Thanks for being on the podcast today, Lisa. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Local to Legend. If you really enjoyed this episode, as always, feel free to share it with someone who may need a dose of inspiration today or feel free to leave a review so we can touch more lives of local business owners everywhere. And say hello to us in the DMs if you hang out on Instagram. We're over at love.local and we love supporting you, getting to know you, sharing your stuff and learning what you're all about. So thanks for tuning in and I'll catch you next time.